Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. I'm here once again in my home studio this week to once again give you guys a little bit more motivation, a little bit of a message for your mind, a little bit of mental training that you can use during this time where we all have a little bit more free time on our hands. So this week I wanted to talk about a subject that is very near and dear to my heart as a martial arts instructor, something that I, a phrase I probably say every single day. Uh, and what I believe is one of the most important things that martial arts teaches, and that would be a non-quitting spirit. In Tiger Shulman's, that's one of the biggest messages that we try to push out there, the non-quitting spirit. And it is exactly what it sounds like. It sounds like that you have, excuse me, it is that you have the mindset where you don't give up when things get tough. You don't give up in general. You keep moving forward. Now, That sounds really, really easy to just not give up. But the thing is, it's only easy to have a non-quitting spirit when you don't really need one. When things are going well, when things aren't that tough, then it's really easy to have a non-quitting spirit. It's a lot more difficult when things get challenging. Recently, I gave the kids in my class, in my older kids' class, an example. And for reference, these kids are between you know, fifth grade and eighth grade. And I said to them, if I gave you the homework that you got in first grade, would you need any non-quitting spirit? And the answer, of course, is no. Because now, that they're so far past that level of learning that it's very easy for them. But at the time, it probably required a little bit of non-quitting spirit because it was a challenge. It wasn't something they could, you know, do in their sleep, so to speak. So the reason I wanted to talk about this this week is one of the kids in my class uh, lived through what I think is a wonderful example of non-quitting spirit. And I have a whole bunch of stories like this of times where kids could very easily have given up but instead used their non-quitting spirit to keep moving themselves forward uh, and to achieve a very, very big goal. So I want to talk about a a young man named Brayden. And Brayden has been in my school for for quite a while. He signed up actually four years ago this month. And um, very good kid, comes from a very good family. He's one of of triplets. And um, his family's awesome. Uh, His parents are very big supporters of the school. Um, his mom finally got on a mat. Took forever, but she finally got on a mat just recently. She needs to get her butt back to class. Hopefully, she's listening to this and uh, makes her time to get her training in too. But I digress. Back to Brayden. Now, Brayden has been a fixture in my school since he started. Um, from the moment he started taking class, uh, he's just been an absolute fixture in the class. A bunch of his friends have enrolled, uh, and there's a bunch of his friends in the school. So he's kind of like an anchor for all of them. And throughout all of his training, uh, he's achieved a whole bunch of stuff. Obviously, he's achieved many different ranks. He's participated in a bunch of the charity events and things like that that we've done in the school. Um, he's he's uh, done our, our tournament, the Challenge of Champions. He's done that as well. Just, again, got a bunch of achievements under his belt. And, of course, like every kid in any kind of environment, he's really grown from the environment quite a bit. 
He's definitely overcome some major obstacles in his training, and of course many minor ones as well. Things that helped him really develop his character to the place where the story I'm about to tell you is an easy thing. So currently, Braden and his sisters are on a baseball team coached by their father. And all the kids are, being, are really good at baseball. Um, each, uh, I believe each of them are pitching. I know one of the girls is catching. Um, Braden is doing a really good job as a pitcher. And just recently, like this past weekend, he was pitching. And as he was pitching, he's throwing the ball, obviously, into the, uh, into the catcher. And at a certain point, his attention gets taken away from the catcher. I don't exactly know what happened that took his attention away. Maybe the coach was talking to him. Maybe it was a parent on the sideline, whatever. The catcher doesn't realize that he's not paying great attention. Throws the ball back to him. Thankfully, Braden was able to turn and see the ball coming, so it didn't hit like the back of his head or anything. But it hit him pretty flush, right in the mouth. Um, and as he tells it, it almost knocked one of his teeth out. So obviously, someone throwing a baseball at you, getting hit in the arm with a baseball hurts a lot. <laughs> getting hit in the leg with a baseball hurts a lot. Getting hit flush in the face with a baseball that someone's throwing at you, that's pretty tough. Now, most kids would have used that, justifiably so, as a reason to go sit on a bench. They would have gotten their ice pack, they would have cried and carried on, and they would have sat on the... Uh, on the bench and watch the rest of the game. They would not have participated anymore. And likely, if they were like most kids, they probably would have given their parent a really hard time about going back and playing in the next game or even the game after or even the game after. That might have been the end of their baseball career. Not only did Braden not do those things, not only did he not sit out of you know the inning or the rest of the game, he didn't even really take a minute off. Like, you know, they gave him some attention, they gave him some time, but he threw the very next pitch in the game and he stayed in the game the entire time. It was a perfect example of what happens when a kid has a non-quitting spirit. He didn't cry and carry on. He didn't let this little bit of adversity throw and ruin his whole day and his whole experience at baseball. He had one bad moment in the game and was able to get right back on course. Now, I believe that's a perfect example of non-quitting spirit. Some adversity outside of his control interacted with his journey, and he was presented with a choice. He could have chosen to give up in the face of that adversity, or he could have chosen the opposite, which is what he did. He could choose to keep moving forward. He could choose to persevere rather than simply fret, rather than simply let that moment of adversity keep him knocked down. Now, I believe that we all can build a non-quitting spirit. Uh, adults, kids, I think we all need it. We all, I think every human being needs a non-quitting spirit. Let me give you a brief example that I think you might be able to relate to. We all have a friend or someone in our circle who every year for like a certain period of time, a month, two months, three months, whatever, they are like an addict when it comes to going to the gym. Uh, and it's all they're talking about. They're always talking about how sore they are. And, you know, I did this as my workout and I did this and I did this. And they get really consistent for like a month or two. And then they fall off course. 
And six months, eight months, a year later, they're looking in the mirror. They don't like what they see. I got to get back to the gym. And they follow the process over and over and over. Because what happens? They reach the plateau. They reach the point where the initial motivation is gone. See last week's podcast where we talked a little bit more about this idea. So anyways, the little bit of initial motivation is gone. With that initial motivation gone, they need to fall back on their self-discipline, their non-quitting spirit to keep moving forward, to stick to that example, to stick to that routine that they have set for themselves. The problem is most people didn't go through something as a kid where they were able to build it as a child, where they were able to set it up as part of their lifestyle. That's the thing. Non-quitting spirit isn't just an idea. It isn't just a character trait. It is a lifestyle. It's something that is a part of who you are as a human being. And we all know some people who fold under the least little bit of pressure. But we also know people who never quit no matter how difficult the adversity gets. I believe that non-quitting spirit is best built as a child. And the reason I believe that is because that is when you are, your cement is still wet, so to speak. It's very easy when you're a child to set in patterns that will stick with you for forever. I think I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again. Uh, one of my very best friends, Sensei Mike Stein, runs the Regal Park Tiger Showman School. He talks often about his sister and the way his sister draws a number eight when she with the pencil writes a number eight. Most people put the pencil on the paper and in one unbroken motion, they draw a figure eight. Not Sensei Stein's sister. She learned it incorrectly as a child. She draws a circle and then another circle right underneath it, which sounds <laughs> a little silly, but she learned it as a child. And she, while the cement was wet, that was put in there. And because that thought process was put in there, it's very hard for them to undo it. It's like a kid who starts biting their nails as a kid. They bite their nails forever. Right? A kid who learns how to mispronounce a word, they tend to mispronounce that word for forever. But if we can put some positive patterns in when a child is young, then we're able to develop that characteristic for forever. It's the same with like languages. They talk about it all the time, that when a child's young, that's the best time to teach them a second language because they're the most receptive to it. I believe this is the same kind of idea, that you continue to push yourself forward uh, and you, you build the child these patterns that you want them to stick with for forever. You want them to have for f their whole life. Just like you teach a child positive habits like brushing their teeth every day, like putting their laundry away, these type of things. You help the child learn this by putting them in something that's going to force them to build non-quitting spirit. And I'm going to get into how we build it in just a second. But the other thing I want you to realize before I do is that it is never too late to start. Just because you didn't get involved in something as a child that taught you a non-quitting spirit doesn't mean it's too late for you to build a non-quitting spirit. You're a human being. You're growing every single day. And just because you're growing every single day, that's proof positive that you can learn new things all the time. There's a bunch of things that I do now as an adult that I didn't learn how to do until I was in my 20s or even 30s. And I do them now in my 30s 
because I went after them as an adult and worked on them. And you can work on anything. And I don't think a non-quitting spirit is that much different. It may be a little more difficult because you have all the years of the opposite characteristic within you. But that's okay. We're human beings. We're allowed to work hard. And with great work comes great results. So let's talk about how you build a non-quitting spirit. To build a non-quitting spirit, you have to present yourself with activities that make you want to quit, which I know sounds counterintuitive. Oh, I want to keep it fun for forever. That's not life. That's not life, baby. Not at all. Instead, we're not going to always be motivated. We're not always going to have fun. You know, you hear baseball players and stuff say, you know, when, it's, when you stop having fun out there, that's when it's time to start, stop playing the game. I disagree. All right? When you stop having fun with something, good, you've reached a plateau. You've reached a point where you're not feeling the growth. You're not feeling the excitement. You're not feeling that initial motivation. You're human. You're allowed to feel those things. But realize that that is not the journey's end by any stretch of the imagination. Instead, that is an opportunity. It's an opportunity for you to take a step up and to push yourself. That is That flat part there, that plateau, is your step to the next part of the non-quitting spirit journey. What you have to do is you have to start with small little victories. And each of those small victories gives way to the next. You start with a small thing. Like, for example, in, in my class where you're taking your, your kickboxing class. You don't worry about making it through the whole class at once. That's very unlikely. You worry about making it through the first round. And once you can do that successfully, make it through the first round without taking any breaks, then you look at doing that for the first two rounds. And then eventually the first three rounds. Before too long, you're able to set that where you're going to try to make it through the whole class without, making a few, without taking any breaks. You can do that on the strength training at the end where you're tired and not try not to take any breaks. It's done little bits at a time, little tiny bits. And that little tiny bit gives way to a little more, gives way to a little more, gives way to a little more. It's like erosion. I live on an island, so we're very familiar with erosion here. The wave does not take out the entire beach in one storm. No. Over the course of years, it just takes away a little more, and a little more, and a little more. And that's how non-quitting spirit works. Right? First, it takes, first we get a small victory. You know, call it a half an inch. Then you go a slightly bigger victory, a three-quarters of an inch victory. Then a one-inch victory. Then a one-and-a-quarter inch. And so on and so on and so on. And eventually, you're able to look back. And now, instead of only being able to conquer half an inch, now you're able to conquer like a yard. Eventually, you're able to conquer like a half mile. And the scale just goes up and up and up as you achieve more. It becomes very momentum-driven. See, it's a process. The little victories give you the momentum to go into the medium size, which gives you the momentum to go into the large size. So on and so on and so on. Little Braden, who I talked about before, who got hit in the face with the baseball, he didn't start having non-quitting spirit when he got hit in the face with the baseball. He started having an non-quitting spirit when he was having a tough time with a punch or kick in class, and I was able to reassure him through it. Therein lies another value of mentors. I know we've discussed mentors in the past, but another value of a mentor is to help you through that non-quitting spirit journey where you don't want to keep going, where you're feeling frustration, and that person is able to guide you through that difficulty, 
to get you through that little bit of, of adversity where you're able to further overcome. And then the most beautiful thing happens. There's a victory. There's a moment where the aha happens, where you see the results of sticking something out. And as soon as you see those results, as soon as that happens for you, that feeling gets so addicting. Instantly, you start to feel to, uh, about yourself just how amazing it feels to succeed. And that gives you a little pep in your step. It gives you a little motivation to look for the next thing. And then to look for the next thing. And then to look for the next. And the beautiful thing is, without even trying, you're going to subtly set your sights a little bigger and a little bigger and a little bigger until what I said before happens. Until non-quitting spirit becomes your lifestyle. It becomes just who you are. You become the kind of person who even when you don't want to go and work out, you still make the time to go to work out because you know that you have to do it and you promised yourself you were going to. You become the kind of person who doesn't give up when things get tough. You become the kind of person who when your relationship gets thrown a little bit of a curveball, you don't fold under that pressure. When your job gets difficult, you don't fold under that pressure. You become the kind of person that overcomes in everything you do. That character trait becomes part of who you are. I don't believe that you get that character trait by doing things for just a little while. It's why, you know, I, I gave an example in the last podcast about an acquaintance of mine who is the group on fitness person. They join one thing for a couple of weeks and the next thing for a couple of weeks or a month or two months or whatever. I don't think that that lesson teaches you, uh, is there. I don't think you're taught non-quitting spirit in that way. I think when you do something for a month or two months or three months, all that you're doing is sticking with that journey long enough to get to the difficulty. And then as soon as it gets difficult, you're done. You're ready to move on to the next thing. And I think that's a problem because it's the same as a child whose parent allows them to quit. See, with children, it's why I think a parent has to involve them in things that make them want to quit because then they'll have a coach on their side, the parent together, and all of them together, the parent, the child, the coach, can all help guide that child through the difficult time. When you're that Groupon Fitness type person, we're going to do something just for a couple of weeks and then immediately move on to the next thing. Where does the lesson come? You get to the part where it gets difficult, and by the time it's difficult, you know, your membership's done. Time to move on to the next. You got to stick some things out. That's the only way to make it happen. Right? Yes, at first you got to start small. But if you stay small, the level of non-quitting spirit that you have will also stay small. You've got to commit to a journey, little by little by little. Yes, start small. But then eventually there's got to be a bigger journey ahead of you. Right? And don't realize, when I say small, realize the scope of what I'm talking about. I think a year is a very small time. Think about everything in your life that you've done for a year. I've been with my wife for, for almost 11 years now. It feels like the blink of an eye. It feels like, it, it, it feels like we still like just got together. Because a year is not that long and really in, this, in the scope of things. Commit to something that long. Commit to doing something like that. In a lesson like that, where you're doing something difficult for a year, 
by the end of that year, you'll be skilled in whatever it is you're learning. I think martial arts is a great example. You'll be self-disciplined. You'll have a non-quitting spirit. And even if you don't commit to another bit of training or whatever, after that year, you've still got that feather in your cap forever. That skill that you learned, it's going to stick with you forever because you put in that amount of time, because you learned the non-quitting spirit with you. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope you got a lot out of this. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at sensei underscore leonelli. Find me on Facebook. Uh, I am sensei james leonelli on Facebook. Find my school at tskSmithtown.com. Twitter and Instagram, we are at tsmma underscore smithtown. Facebook, we are facebook.com slash tigershulmansmithtown. Uh, you can find out more about Tiger Shulman's as a whole at tsk.com. You can find the podcast on Instagram at tssmithtownpodcast. And until next time, I'll see you guys on the mat.